0: Welcome to another edition of the Arantia Radio Podcast. My name is Jim Watkins. It's good to have you by. We're going to be talking about something I think is kind of cool, and I think it'll give us all a a much greater appreciation of the third person of deity, otherwise known as the infinite spirit. So we'll delve into that in just a moment. I also want to welcome a new sponsor to the podcast, something I think we can all get behind. FreeFiltering.org allows you to set parameters to keep adult contact out of the hands and smartphones of your kids. If you use my code, they'll know I sent you. Again, it's free and it helps you set up protections to keep porn or any adult content from breaching your home. The address is www.freefiltering.org then forward slash number sign and save kids. FreeFiltering.org then forward slash number sign and and then just type in Save Kids. We'll be uh, talking about the God of Action in just a moment, the third person of the Trinity, when the Rancho Radio podcast continues. Thank you for coming into the program. We're just trying to spread the good news you know, the thing that moves me the most is the thought of what it was like during the Sumerian period when Melchizedek had, had sent out his Salem missionaries to all points of the earth and how hard that must have been. People are hungry again. They're getting hungry. They're realizing that this material world that we're in is not so satisfying, especially in some sectors it seems to be disintegrating. And, uh, and there's a lot of uncertainty in this time. so But I do want to get to a a thing about the Spirit of God because it's we spend a lot of time on the podcast talking about... So I want to read through some of the sections that we find in Paper 8 on the Infinite Spirit Mm -hmm. and His relationship to the universe and to us as humans. I mean, most of us, if we were raised in a Christian environment or a Catholic or a Jewish environment, we know that the Holy Spirit is the spirit of God, the spirit of the angels, right? The God of action, in, in paper 8, we'll start off with section 1. The God of action functions and the dead faults of space are astir. They're describing the emergence of creation. So sit back and relax while we enjoy this narrative provided by our revelators telling about the beginnings of things. The God of action functions and the dead vaults of space are astir. One billion perfect spheres flash into existence. Prior to this hypothetical eternity moment, the space energies inherent in paradise are existent and potentially operative. But they have no actuality of being. Neither can physical gravity be measured except by the reaction of material realities to its incessant pull. There is no material universe at this assumed, eternally distant moment. But the very instant that one billion worlds materialize, there is in evidence gravity sufficient and adequate to hold them in the everlasting grasp of paradise. There now flashes through the creation of the gods the second form of energy, and this outflowing spirit is instantly grasped by the spiritual gravity of the eternal sun. Thus the twofold gravity-embraced universe Is touched with the energy of infinity and immersed in the spirit of divinity. In this way, is the soil of life prepared for the consciousness of mind made manifest in the associated intelligent circuits of the infinite spirit? Upon these seeds of potential existence, diffused throughout the central creation of the gods, the Father acts and creature personality appears then does the presence of the paradise deities fill all organized space and begin effectively to draw all things and beings paradiseward. The infinite spirit eternalizes concurrently with the birth of the Havona worlds, this central universe being created by him and with him and in him in obedience to the combined concepts and united wills of the Father and the Son. The third person deitizes by this very act of conjoint creation, and he thus forever becomes the conjoint creator. These are the grand and awful times of the creative expansion of the Father and the Son by and in the action of their conjoint associate and exclusive executive, the third source and center. There exists no record of these stirring times. We have only the meager disclosures of the Infinite Spirit to substantiate these mighty transactions. And He merely verifies the fact that the central universe and all that pertains thereto eternalized simultaneously with His attainment of personality and conscious existence. In brief, the Infinite Spirit testifies that Since he is eternal, so also is the central universe eternal. And this is the traditional starting point of the history of universe of universes. Absolutely nothing is known and no records are in existence. Regarding any event or transaction prior to this stupendous eruption of creative energy and administrative wisdom that crystallized the vast universe which exists and so exquisitely functions as the center of all things. Beyond this event lie the unsearchable transactions of eternity and the depths of infinity. Absolute mystery. So that is the real Big Bang. When everything began, that's when the Trinity began to work as one force. You know, it's interesting, in the news this week, they announced that they're pushing back what they thought was the age of the present universe from 14.6 billion years to 26.8 billion years. Amazing how quickly that changed. Uh, Picking up from paper uh, 8, section 1, paragraph 10, and thus we portray the sequential origin of the third source and center as an interpretive condescension to the time-bound and space-conditioned mind of mortal creatures. The mind of man must have a starting point for the visualization of universe history, and I have been directed to provide this technique of approach to the historic concept of eternity. In the material mind, consistency demands a first cause. Therefore do we postulate the universal Father as the first source and the absolute center of all creation, at the same time instructing all creature minds that the Son and the Spirit are co-eternal with the Father in all phases of universe history, and in all realms of creative activity. The Infinite Spirit, as the universe revelation of divinity, is unsearchable and utterly beyond human comprehension. To sense the absoluteness of the Spirit, you need only contemplate the infinity of the Universal Father and stand in awe of the Universal Son. The Eternal Son is the only avenue of approach to the Universal Father and the Infinite Spirit is the only means of attaining the Eternal Son. Only by the patient ministry of the Spirit are the ascended beings of time able to discover the Son. The Infinite Spirit is a complete and perfect personality, the divine equal and coordinate of the Universal Father and the Eternal Son. The Conjoint Creator is just as real and visible to the higher intelligence of the universe as are the Father and the Son, indeed more so for it is the Spirit whom all ascenders must attain before they approach the Father through the Son. There are many untrammeled lines of spiritual forces and sources of supermaterial power linking the people of Urantia directly with the deities of Paradise. There exists the connection of the thought-adjusters direct with the Universal Father, the widespread influence of the spiritual gravity urge of the Eternal Son, and the spiritual presence of the conjoint Creator. There is a difference in function between the Spirit of the Son and the Spirit of the Spirit. The third person in his spiritual ministry may function as mind plus spirit or as spirit alone. In addition to these paradise presences, ancients benefit by the spiritual influences and activities of the local and the super-universe with their almost endless army of loving personalities who ever lead the true purpose and the honest of heart upward and inward towards the ideal of divinity and the goal of supreme perfection. Since the third person of deity is the source of mind, it is quite natural that the evolutionary will creature find it easier to form comprehensible concepts of the infinite spirit than they do of either the eternal son or the universal father. Maybe this is why people are akin to believing in spirit angels or guardian angels more easily than they would conceive of a a father or a great creator. The reality of the conjoint creator is disclosed imperfectly in the very existence of human mind. The conjoint creator is the ancestor of the cosmic mind, and the mind of man is an individualized circuit, an impersonal portion of that cosmic mind as it is bestowed in a local universe by a creative daughter of the third source and center. Because the third person is the source of mind, do not presume to reckon that all phenomena of mind are divine. Human intellect is rooted in the material origin of the animal races. Universe intelligence is no more a true revelation of God who is mind than a physical nature is a true revelation of the beauty and harmony of paradise. Perfection is in nature, but nature is not perfect. The conjoint creator is the source of mind, but mind is not the conjoint creator. Mind on your rancha is a compromise between the essence of thought perfection and the evolving mentality of your immature human nature. The plan for your intellectual evolution is indeed one of sublime perfection, but you are far short of that divine goal as you function in the tabernacles of the flesh. Mind is truly of divine origin, and it does have a divine destiny. But your immortal minds are not yet of divine dignity. Too often, all too often, you mar your minds by insincerity and sear them with unrighteousness. You subject them to animal fear and distort them by useless anxiety. Therefore, though the source of mind is divine, mind as you know it on your world of ascension can hardly become the object of great admiration, much less of adoration or worship. The contemplation of the immature and inactive human intellect should only lead to reactions of humility. Whenever a Creator's Son is, is eventuated from the Father, the first two persons of Deity, the third person uh, of deity brings into existence the creative daughter, who eventually forms a, a partnership with the Creator Son, just as what happened in our, uh, in our universe with Christ Michael, and that was known as the Jubilee of Jubilees. I want to talk a little bit about the personalities who are the offspring of the infinite spirit. So, there's, Because they're so intertwined with who we are in our world, and there is such a a great amount of faith in the existence of angels who come from the third person of deity. There are creator personalities and creature personalities. In addition to these two fundamental types, there are personalities of the third source and center. The infinite spirit bestows third source personalities upon numerous groups who are not included in the father's personality circuit. Likewise does the infinite spirit treat as personalities numerous groups of beings, such as the creative spirits, who are in a class by themselves in their relation to encircuited creatures of the Father. But both first-source and third-source personalities are endowed with all and more than man associates with the concept of personality. They have minds embracing memory, reason, judgment, creative imagination, idea association. Even you will be able to see your spiritual associates of the lower orders as you are delivered from the limited vision of your present material minds and have been endowed with a marantia form with its enlarged sensitivity to the reality of spiritual being the spirit personalities of the vast family of the divine and infinite spirit are forever dedicated to the service of the ministry of the love of god and the mercy of the son to all the intelligent creatures of the evolutionary worlds of time and space. These spirit beings constitute the living ladder, whereby mortal man climbs from chaos to glory. And that was revealed to us by a divine counselor of Uversa, commissioned by the Ancients of Days to portray the nature and work of the Infinite Spirit. I hope that that has enlightened you and uh, given you a lot to think about when contemplating the awesome power of the Infinite Spirit, the third person of of the Trinity. Please remember to share these podcasts with fellow searchers of the truth, and I look forward to our next episode.